Yes, indeed, we are anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions, whatever they may be, for uh, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Denny. How are you? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Uh, we haven't talked for a couple of weeks or so. I know you've been busy doing other things. Uh, what, what's been happening at Lindis? What, what are the crews working on, probably given the weather, everything? Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's all hands on deck like it has been for the last year and a half or so. Luckily, we have a little little bit of cool down in the weather. It's made it a little bit more bearable to work outside nowadays. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, again, if you have any kind of a, a question, you can call it in or text it, and the same number applies, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Uh, a listener said earlier this week, uh, sent a text I noticed about uh, how, how much quieter it is. I'm paraphrasing now because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, about uh, door knockers, the cold callers. Uh, construction uh, folks uh, knocking on your doors. Have you heard such a thing? I mean, it's been it's been pretty quiet in our neighborhood. I don't know about uh, anywhere else. What have you heard? Well, you know, with uh, the lack of weather events, uh, that was yeah. kind of to be expected. We haven't had a lot of hail or rain really to speak of. So the uh, the people going door to door looking for storm damage, it's uh, it's gone down, and they've gone to other parts of the country. And a lot of that uh, it's good for consumers, but. Uh, a little bit of rain wouldn't hurt uh, wouldn't hurt anything. I can think uh, the hail can stay away as long as forever, as far as I'm forever, concerned. Forever. Yeah. we never have another hailstorm, I'll be okay with that. But we sure could use some rain right now. Without, uh, that's a good point because, you know, we're so happy to have what Linda's put on our house several years ago, the GAF shingles. But given no no storms, you know, in a perfect world, let's say there's no storms, Linda's construction puts on new roofing, and specifically GAF shingles mm-hmm. are the best. And how long can that last? I mean, it, it, I know they have great warranties, but, I mean, with no, no – I know again, perfect world. No storms. How long can shingles like GAF last? Well, when you, when you do it the right way and you take into consideration the, you know, ventilation that's going to be happening on, on the house, you take a look at the, the attic space as a whole, and then you, do, you choose the right products on the roof – you know, 50 years isn't, uh, that's that's the length of the warranty, and I, I expect to see some roofs last that long. I would say that, you know, almost every roofing warranty is in that 50-year range now, but I would anticipate that, that these roofs are 30 to 40 years that you, that you can get out of an asphalt shingle, and if you choose the Glenwood one, chances of that being damaged from hail even goes down less, so it really should be the last roof that you ever installed any. Do we, uh, and you've talked about this before, because I know you... You are in conversation with uh, construction folks all over the country. Uh, is how, how are roof how is roofing done differently, if at all, uh, down south, let's say, or should it be done differently than we do up here? Uh, yeah, it's going to be marketably different. Uh, the codes are going to vary for the amount of ice and water shield and the things that we have to take into consideration up here compared to down there. Um, you know, uh, they don't have to worry about ice dams as a whole. Although I know some uh, folks in Texas really wish they would have taken that into consideration when doing the roof. Because when you think about it, Denny, we're not talking about that much more in dollars. But if you were to look at their software programs uh, for insurance companies around the country, and those insurance companies all kind of have about the same price that they're going to give consumers should they have a roof damage from hail. And the Minnesota market, 
as a whole is usually one of the highest compensated markets for roofing because of what we do to roofs, because of what we do with ice and water shield and the things that we have to take into consideration up here being that our temperatures can go down to 40 below to 110. I was looking at a, uh, a text from a listener. It says, a strange question for you maybe, but is it bad how the floor vibrates and the gla- glasses rattle with the road construction on our neighborhood streets. You you can you can feel it for sure, I guess, in some in some cases. Well, I guess it, the question is: Is it bad? Is it bad for the wood flooring? Is it bad for cabinetry? Whatever, uh, you know, the walls, sheetrock, well, stucco. Any type of vibration or any type of movement uh, can be worrisome, and over a length of time, that can lead to deterioration of a variety of materials. Um, it can lead to things loosening up, things not working as well as they should. Now, normal road construction, rattling, you know, I'd have to see how, how bad it can actually be when a, when a truck's going by. But uh, if your windows are rattling, I'd, I'd want to maybe just look at the type of window that you have. And I'm guessing it's not the most energy efficient system as well. Probably not. remember living in southwest Minneapolis many, many years ago. And it was on a bus line. Yeah. And I remember those buses going by, and uh, you could hear the dishes rattling. It was almost like a, you know, some movie that you've seen, scenes in a movie with the dishes and such uh, rattling. I'll tell you what, it was almost like a, you know, some movie that you've seen, scenes in a movie with the dishes and such uh, rattling. I'll tell you what we do there. I'm getting waved at here. We should uh, we should take a quick break. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, don't wait. Call it in or text it in. If you want to chat with Andy, great. If you'd rather send him a text, that'd be good, too. Same number, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Back with more of our home improvement show presented every week by Linda's Construction here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCS Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. You want to get in touch, just get on the web, if you like, lindisconstruction.com, or call them at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Andy Lindis helping you out uh, this morning. If you uh, want to chat with Andy or you want to send him a text, either one, it's the same number, 651-989-9226. Andy, speaking of phones, Larry, I believe, is calling in from Invergrove this morning. Larry, you are on with Andy Lindis. Hi, Andy. Um, I have a question for you. I had a, a cedar fence put in my backyard. And I was kind of old school. They, you know, you let it sit for a year before you stain it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's true because the contractor said, no, you should stain it right away. What's your What's your thought on that? I would uh, listen to the contractor. I'm guessing that the, depending on where he got his lumber, it might be pre-dried. But the sitting a year thing, as long as the weather permits you to apply the right stain, I think is yeah, it is an old school way of way of doing things. It could let the wood dry out, but maybe just start this way: use a brightener conditioner on the wood. That's going to open up any of the pores, get rid of any of the mill glaze, and then use a high-quality oil-based stain like Penafin or Sickens, and you should be good to go. 
Okay. Uh, thank you very much. I know the wood is wet because some of the scraps I tried to burn, and they didn't want to burn at all. <laughs> okay. So, so a little too yeah, wet. You know, and, and, and that might be something. You can get a moisture content level, uh, like a meter, and you can set it to the, and they're not very expensive, but you can get them at most box stores. And you can set it to the species of wood, and it'll give you the actual moisture content of the wood. And once you know that, you should know what you have to do. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing about a brightener conditioner. Explain to our listeners what a mill glaze is and why you want to get rid of it. Yeah, anytime you run uh, a log through a mill, that that blade, there's going to be some heat that's created. And sometimes that can seal off the pores of the wood so it won't take the stain as well as it should. So a brightener conditioner is just going to open those pores up, allow the the stain to actually penetrate farther into the wood, making it last longer and a little bit easier to apply as well. Yeah. Uh, you have a question, call us or text us, 651-989-9226. can be about decks, can be about port, can be about anything in your home improvement realm. 651-989-9226. Uh, texter says this, Andy, a three-panel door on my deck. One is an operating atrium door. I have to lift up on it to get the latch to catch. How can I fix that? Well, um, it's probably some hardware that either needs adjusting or replacing on that door if things aren't latching properly. It's a nice part of uh, the doors that we use, either uh, Provia or the, the Marvin doors. I have the, the Infinity French doors on the back of my house here, and the latch, you know, it's used an awful lot, like Every day, multiple times a day, and I'm not, uh, we're not the most gentle on things. And it was a little bit out of whack and was easily adjustable, put back into place, and works as good as new. So usually if, uh, if you just take a look around, there's probably something loose or a hinge that needs to be adjusted, and you can go from there. Yeah, usually. All right, uh, back to the phones we go. Lee, I think, is calling in this morning from Brooklyn Park. Lee, you are on CCO with Andy Lindis. Well, good morning to you. Morning. Good morning to you. So I have a question about, uh, I'm going to be putting a deck in. I'm moving to Zimmerman. It's quite sandy. The uh, county where I'm moving, Sherburn, says that these things are approved. These things called diamond piers, where it's a block that sits on top of the mm-hmm. ground, and then you pound these four stakes, and are them, um, you know, I've never heard of them before until this year. Uh, do they work well, and is it acceptable? Obviously, it is to the county. Uh, but are they good? They are. Um, you know, I would prefer those footings over regular footings on almost every soil type. And uh, But lately we've been using uh, helical piers uh, a lot more often. And it's just, again, a little bit more stable of a pier, easier to install. But uh, between the two different types of footings or piers that we're going to put in, it's going to be the helical or the diamond pier. And if you if you look at the science based on on either one of those, they're going to be much more stable than pouring your own or putting in those old uh, concrete discs. 
Could you, Andy, uh, explain briefly the difference between or describe them, the diamond pier and the helical? What's what's the difference? How do they so, work? Uh, yeah, uh, a diamond pier is going to be a diamond-shaped cement block that's going to have five pipes that, with the use of a jackhammer, are put in. I believe it's five feet to four feet into the earth. So if you look at you have like a, almost a eight-foot bell of earth that would have to move in order for that pier to move. Now, in the helical pier is, if you were to envision, a giant drill bit, and it's going to drill into the earth. A lot of times, uh, really wet soil, these are really nice to use, or anytime you have to put one or a footing in right next to the foundation, also very nice to use. Okay. 651-989-9226, phone number, text number, it's the same. Speaking of phones, go back to the phone. Jim, I think, is on the horn, calling from Minneapolis this morning. Uh, Jim, good morning. You're on CCO. How can we help you? Yeah, if you've got some old hinges on a garage door and you go to the hardware store, right, is it best to replace them with hinges from the hardware store or to get someone that can come out and do the job, that services, and that kind of work? Yeah. Uh, look up Blackhawk Garage Door. Um, they do as good a job as anyone when it comes to servicing garage doors, garage openers, and uh, they they really do a lot of the that the you know not epoxy Denny. Uh, they all get mad at me every time I say epoxy. It's uh, <laughs> it's some other word. It's like epoxy, but they do a lot of with uh, the coatings of garage floors. So Blackhawk Garage is who I look up. They do a great job servicing your doors. In fact, I just got a can of oil from him the other day to service my own. I was just trying to think of the same word because you've used it before, the term, and I can't remember it either. Polyurea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that again. Polyurea. Polyurea. Okay. And that's how different is it from, uh, not that you know chemically, but... Is it supposed to be more durable than epoxy, or what's, yes. what's the deal? And, with it? But, but my understanding is no matter which one of those things that you use to coat your floor, it all comes down to the prep work, Denny. The prep work is, oh, and yeah. the lack of prep work is usually why those floors deteriorate faster than they should. That's it's absolutely true. It's like any job, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Preparation is, is the key. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's do. I know we're, we're coming up against the clock here. We have another half hour of the show to go on our home improvement show. Don't wait if you have any kind of a question. Uh, call it in or text it in to Andy at 651-989-9226. Again, it can be a phone call or it can be a text question. Uh, either way, 651-989-9226. Forecast is coming up, and then more home improvement here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Improvement show. If you have that kind of a question for Andy Lindis, by all means, bring it uh, either by phone or by text. Just one number to remember: six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Andy, I think uh, John is on a cell phone. Has been waiting there. John, thank you. What is your question for uh, for Andy? I sure do. Thanks. Love the show. Thank I'm you. on my way to my daughter's house in Forest Lake. They have a home about two and a half years old. And all finished in the basement and everything. And all of a sudden, they got water in the basement underneath all the flooring. They've had to pull it all out. And all the drain tile that's put in around the house is all dry. So they're thinking maybe there's an underground spring. They've had a a, a groove cut across the floor, which was a little damp, with a jackhammer to put more in. 
and they're still not finding out where the water is. Any suggestions there? Uh, yeah, I would get a hold of uh, safebasements.com. They're going to be able to come out and diagnose exactly what's going on. And if anybody can figure out a again? nuclear, safebasements.com. Safe Spell that for me, please. Sure, S A F E, just like it sounds. Safe okay. basement. Safe basement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Jesse knows his stuff, and like you said, Andy, he may, if if it's not a major deal, he'll tell you so. Yeah. Either way. Sure. Six five. Our number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. We had Jesse on the last week or two, and. Uh, a lot of calls about, uh, well, not only radon, but just uh, it's amazing how many issues with basements there really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you, I'm sure you and your crews run across that all the time and, uh, and give Jesse a call yourselves, I'm sure. Um, Most definitely. Let's see. Uh, I was, I'm looking at these various text messages here. Uh, this uh, listener is thinking about putting a shiplap or beadboard on the ceiling on the main floor to cover popcorn ceilings. Your thoughts, I think you and I have talked about that over the last few years or so, right? Uh, yeah, and I've always found it a little bit easier to scrape the popcorn ceiling as much as you can. I know it's a messy job, but could you go over the top of it? Yes. Um, I'm going to prefer shiplap over beadboard. And a little trick from my father, get a few different varying widths of your shiplap and uh, vary them throughout. It's a little bit better look and a little easier to hide flaws in the wall as well. Oh, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, six. Thank you for that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. This listener wants your thoughts or and or opinions on rooftop solar panels. Well, the depending on the solar panels and the type of home that you have, uh, they could be worth it. Um, if you're building new construction, you have a big south-facing slope, and you can put it into a 30-year mortgage, uh, the, the payback's even better. But uh, for the typical home in the Twin Cities, you're still looking at a 15-year-ish payback uh, from most of the panels I've seen the numbers ran on in the last couple of years. Now, I do know that uh, we're in, they're installing the first Tesla roof in the, in the Twin Cities, and those, the, the prices of those have gone up and up and up over the last year or so. And I do know a couple of manufacturers that are coming out with uh, some different solar options, uh, maybe yet this fall, first quarter next year. That could be the, the answer for our, our area. But if you are building a home, you have any type of new construction or you're refinancing and, 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 you're, and you're getting some long-term loans, when you look at uh, the monthly savings compared to how much it actually costs you a month, sometimes that makes sense then. But for the typical consumer, not so much. Once in a while, you and I and our listeners question uh, about uh, sun tunnels like we had Lindis put in several years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, and the reason I I wanted to ask you first I'll tell you why in a minute uh, are people asking to get those put in I mean are they uh, hearing us talk about it on the radio and say I want that I want more light in this house are you seeing uh, installations of those things uh, you know our uh, installations have gone up and up with uh, with those products every year it seems like the more that we install the more referrals that we get Denny um, as you know it's just one of those things that when, when you install it in somebody's house they either want more of them or they talk about it so much that their neighbors wanted it as well because the the amount of natural light 
that that actually brings into your home is always impressive. It, it really is like having an extra light in a dark hallway or an interior bathroom that doesn't get uh, any natural light or any area of your home that, that lacks a natural light. It's a really easy way to bring that, bring that in. It really is amplified, isn't it, the, the light, the natural light? Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, all part of the system. And the way the mirrors work inside the sun tunnel and the way the dome works on the roof is going to amplify the the light that it brings in so much that on a clear night during a uh, a big moon or full moon, you're going to notice uh, it's going to almost seem like a light is on. It's going to bring in natural light even on a on a clear night. I was... It was just the other day I was doing some plumbing work uh, in uh, what I call my uh, wife's bathroom that Linda's put in a uh, sun tunnel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and of course, I'm going in, getting different tools and uh, moving in and out and maybe breaking for lunch and then coming back. I can't tell you how many times I've looked for the light switch to shut it off. (laughs) It's this natural light. It's that bright. (laughs) <laughs> it, it 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 is uh, it does make a difference uh, in a room for sure, and uh, you're not the only one that has to go through that on a regular basis. All right, uh, here's a text. Uh, by the way, if you have a, any kind of home improvement question, we welcome yours uh, by phone or by text for Andy six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Call or text. Uh, this uh, tester texter says, "Have a two story home. Air conditioner does not cool the second level." usually 10-plus degrees warmer than the main level. Uh, would an attic fan help cool the second level better? What, what was your opinion on that, Ed? Possibly. Um, you got to be careful with the attic fans and make sure the entire system is, is working together. Remember, the, the, the goal is to try to get the attic to be about the same temperature as it is outside, and and that sometimes is hard to do, especially if you have in a lot of air leakage in your house or you have improper ventilation in that roof. Um, I've seen it where it can be 20, 30 degrees warmer in the upstairs before, and, and we get crazy readings inside people's attics as far as heat goes, especially you know given the temperatures that we've had the last month. It's, uh, you have to really time out how long you can actually be in an attic and be, be, in, be in there safely. You know, these asphalt shingles are great, but they don't do a lot to reflect the sun's energy. So it's typically going to be a warm spot, but insulation and ventilation is where I would start. And I would make sure you consult with a professional about the, an actual attic fan. There's maybe some things you can do with your ductwork as well to cool off those areas, but I'm guessing it's more about the heat that's coming in than the, the air, air conditioning unit itself. Speaking of uh, ventilation and in, in, in insulation, uh, does Lindis, uh, you guys, your crews put in a lot of ridge vents? Is that kind of uh, the the rule rather than the exception these days? Yes, for the for the most part, uh, if if there's enough ridge area to put in put in the proper amount of ventilation, that's what we're going to want to do. Just is it's the highest point of the roof, Danny, and that's where the most of the heat's going to be, and so it just seems like it's a system that works the best. Andy, a listener is trying to decide on new siding for their home, and they want you to uh, to compare steel, which I know you like, versus vinyl siding. You got any pluses or minuses for this listener? You know, um, the only plus on vinyl would be price point. Outside of that, steel is going to beat vinyl in almost every uh, category. The one worry I would have with steel and and I would talk with my installers about this when installing it, especially if it's going to be a, a seamless product, 
is if installed too tightly. If you look at, well, and this goes with vinyl siding too. If you ever look at how vinyl siding can be wavy on the on the wall, it's not the siding's fault usually; it's the installation's fault. Um, but having said that, not all vinyls created equal. Sometimes the sun hits a certain certain vinyl and just starts to wave no matter what. But the the elongated holes in which you fasten siding, it's meant to be have it fastened in the center of that elongated hole, snug, not tight, so it allows the siding to move. And if you don't allow the siding to move freely, sometimes steel siding can get a popping sound. And it's not always avoided uh, with installation either. I've seen uh, south-facing walls that they can, when the sun hits it, they can start popping a little bit. And that's just a, a consideration that I took into my uh, shed that when we, when we installed siding on it because it's such a long wall. There's going to be such long spans between the siding, I went with the LP Smart Side. It's not seamless, I know, but it's a great look, and I don't have to deal with the, the sound that comes off it. So for me, when picking siding, I would get a price on both LP and steel and get a vinyl price you want, and then you can compare all of those two. But for me, the best two that you can pick on your house are going to be steel and LP. You and I have talked about LP um, siding for, well, for years. And is is there a place, is like either on Lindis, uh, the construction uh, website, is there a place to look at the different uh, styles of, of that siding? Because you can mix and match there's some really neat-looking uh, ways you can do if you need new siding. Uh, is there yeah. any way to see that? Absolutely. We have uh, before and afters of houses that we've we've done on, on all of our website and social media. And in our siding section on our website, you should be able to see all the different varieties of siding that's available. I see a follow-up question on the steel versus vinyl is, uh, what about maintenance for either? What kind of maintenance are we talking about on steel versus vinyl siding? You know, um, depending on the, the finish that you pick for LP, you're going to be in that 15 to 30 year before you have to paint it. Um, same with the, the steel siding, you're going to be in that 25 to 40 years before you have to paint it. Okay. All right, I'm being given the signal here, time for a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be answering more home improvement questions. If you have one, call it in or text it in. We'd be glad to hear from you. Andy Lind is helping us out uh, this morning at 651-989-9226. That number holds true for either your phone call or uh, your text for Andy, 651-989-9226. We'll be back with more Home Improvement Talk on this Saturday here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are around every Saturday here on CCO in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks, as we have been for years, thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction. Uh, uh, our phone number, 651-989-9226. That'll get you a home improvement answer either by phone or by text with uh, Andy Lindis. And if you want to get in touch with uh, Linda's Construction, we, we've given this number for years. It's the easiest number to remember. It's one 800 Leaf Guard. You know, I want to break away just a moment here, Andy, because you've got another special offer. What is it, 75% off installation labor? Isn't that the figure? Yes, on the installation of Leaf Guard gutters, GAF asphalt roofing, and infinity windows by Marvin. Now, if I wanted some new windows, uh, you know, obviously I would call Lindis on Monday. And how long, I mean, can I still get that done before the end of the year, I presume? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
and you don't have to wait till Monday. Um, you can uh, leave a message. Sometimes we have people answering the phone on Saturdays. You can oh. send an email, and uh, they might uh, return your phone call yet this weekend. So um, it all depends on uh, I give my, my people the freedom to log in whenever they want to. So it, uh, you, can, you can send us a message when, whenever you want on any social media, email, or phone call, and we'll get back to you as fast as we can. Andy, I was talking, and speaking of that, the windows, I was talking to a neighbor walking down the street the other day uh, about uh, those those great windows that uh, that you guys put in. Uh, Season Guard and Infinity by Marvin. Talk about those just briefly before I, I get back to some other questions because they really are good products. I mean, you're not going to do anything less than, than great products like that, but they're they're both good products. They are, and uh, I'm telling you, uh, Denny, the the amount of service work or lack thereof that we've had on both those products, but specifically the Infinity Window by Marvin, uh, just uh, it amazes me. I've We've been in the window game a very long time. I've never worked with a company. I think we're going on four or five years now we've been uh, putting in Infinities, where almost everything that we order from them is shipped and made properly. There's there's no missing parts. There's no parts that need to be replaced or fixed. Uh, and uh, when we go to install them, they're easy to install. And most importantly, we don't have customers calling us with anything broken almost ever. So Isn't it really so? is a good product. And they're one of the few manufacturers that I work with currently that haven't gone crazy on their price increases or their lead times. So that I appreciate uh, and it comes at, uh, when you look at the, the people that work at Marvin, they're there as careers, not just not just jobs. They're long-term employees, and they've been able to add a lot of people because of that. Absolutely. Good stuff. This listener, I know we talked about, uh, we got a question earlier in the show about uh, fencing. Uh, is there something, this is a listener now, uh, that you can apply to a cedar fence to bring back the brilliance without using a stain like a wash. Well, it's kind of what you recommended, right, at least initially. Yeah, you know, the the brightener and conditioner will get rid of uh, any of the sun bleaching typically, and uh, with the use of uh, some sanding, maybe some power washing, be careful, though. Um, the power washing will lead to sanding, uh, typically, is my experience, because you're going to bring up some of the loose fibers, but they can be sanded away. But brightener conditioner and a light power wash with a little bit of sanding can really uh, bring back the life of that deck or that uh, that fence. Now you're going to want to seal it somehow. And no matter what sealer you choose, you're going to end up darkening it. Uh, and any of the waterproof type sealers, you're going to end up doing that yearly. But I, I think, and you, you've mentioned it too, and we mentioned these names from time to time, Penifin and Sickens. Uh, you can get uh, a relatively... I mean, like you said, it's going to darken somewhat anyway. But mm-hmm. you can check out the different uh, colors or lack of, the, 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 the semi-transparent, the clear, whatever. You've got some good choices out there with those good uh, oil-based stains because that's going to protect it even more yes. after that. But uh, again, that's what I it's would more do, work. And I know that's what you would do, and I think that's yeah. what most people should do. But uh, it, it is going to darken it a little bit. But definitely uh, the brightener conditioner. You can find it at those big box stores or uh, at uh, various hardware stores that sell uh, products like uh, Penifin. They have their mm-hmm. uh, their brand, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you recommend, listener says, concrete or driven posts for a chain-link fence? 
Um, you know, I haven't installed a lot of chain link fence in, in my life. I would choose whichever post is going to be more stable or more maybe when it comes to a, a fence, it might be about the ease of installing said post as well. And it all depends on, on, on how big a fence and what type of pressure is going to be put on it. And, uh, you know, we've got some good uh, fencing companies around here, uh, certainly. Well, if this is a do-it-yourself, it's a whole different animal. But, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, it's amazing what you can find on Google. Uh, a lot of the home improvement projects I have around here, it's, you know, sometimes you can get bad information. But uh, it really it can be a good source for whatever you're trying to do around your house, for sure. Yeah, you know, my neighbor uh, installed a pretty neat-looking fence, uh, Denny, and he put in wood posts, and it's a vinyl strip that goes all the way around, and it can be tightened and adjusted periodically, and well, it's got to be 10 years old now, and it, and it looks awesome. That's kind of neat. I'd like to see that. Uh, this listener says, do you recommend replacing a cracked door, uh, a light frame, or replace the whole door? So they're talking about a window frame, basically? You know, um, if you can get a replacement door or a replacement uh, sash to go in said door, if the door is in good shape, I don't see why it can't be repaired. Um, But if it's a door that is going to be energy inefficient, I would at least price it out both ways. You'd be surprised on on what some of these older door parts can cost in in a whole new glass pack. And then when you look at that price compared to what a brand new door would cost, it might make that decision a little easier. And you've got uh, a homeowner has amazing choices, not only in quality but in price. You've talked about this before. You could really spend a ton of money on a new uh, front door, let's say. Am I right? Oh, for sure. And you can go run the, run the gamut. I've seen some custom doors uh, made out of exotic woods in the twenty-four, dollars $26,000 range. Uh, but the typical front entry door is going to be in the you know the two dollars to $4,000 range. <laughs> my goodness mm-hmm. ain't like the old days all right no. i tell you what andy we've got uh probably about a minute or so to go again for those maybe that joined us a little bit late uh, uh and again i brought it up about the 75 percent off installation labor uh, and what does that apply what products uh, does that apply at linda's the installation of leaf guard gutters the only gutter system guaranteed never to clog uh, gaf asphalt roofing and infinity windows by marvin so anybody that calls and gets an estimate get the 75 percent off installation labor and lead times are actually pretty good right now and most of our manufacturers are keeping up and getting us everything that we need on time and before we go give us a couple of ways that our listeners can get uh, get in touch with you guys at lindis construction well, you can find us, uh, Linux Construction, on any of the social medias, LinuxConstruction.com, or you can give us a call at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. All right, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. I love those LeafGuard gutters. I can't believe it's been 20 years, maybe more, since we've had those installed, uh, thanks to Linus Construction. Thank you, Andy Lindis. Always a pleasure. Let's uh, try this again next week. What do you say? Sounds great, Denny. Thank you. All right. Thanks very much. Bye. Andy Lindis from Lindus Construction. Yeah, give him a call. Or at least check them out online at lindisconstruction.com, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. There is a slight chance of showers today here in the Twin Cities, partly sunny skies. Otherwise, 78 will be the high today, 84 mostly sunny for your Sunday. Right now, a few clouds, east winds at 8 miles an hour, dew point 59, and our Twin City temp 69. Stay with us.